time to tap those maple trees. Welcome to Pocono Mountains Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Hamill. We are celebrating one entire year of this endeavor. The podcast started back in March of 2021 and has crisscrossed the four counties of the Poconos, highlighting stories that make this region what it is. This episode will be no different. We're heading into the sugar bush. This time of year, depending on where you drive, you'll see a labyrinth of tubing amid maple trees, taps supplying the necessary ingredients to help make maple syrup. Brianna Strunk headed out recently to meet some of those producers in the Poconos. That's in just a minute. The Poconos is a year-round destination for millions, and with 2,400 square miles of mountains, forests, lakes, rivers, and historic downtowns, as well as iconic family resorts, it's the perfect getaway. You can always find out more on PoconoMountains.com or watch PTN, the Pocono Television Network, streaming live 24-7. That's at PoconoTelevision.com. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. We'll have a new episode each week highlighting lots of the fun things you can experience while you're visiting the Poconos. Subscribe and leave a review and or comment on whatever platform you listen. Back to the episode now. The upcoming March edition of Pocono Mountains Magazine. It's about to premiere this Sunday, March 6th. It's a good one, I promise. We've got skiing, snowshoeing, fishing, even paintballing. And, of course, sugar mapling. Enjoy, everybody. Hi, everyone. Brianna Strunk here with Pocono Mountains Podcast. There's something sweet in the air. That's because it's maple sugar season. You probably know that Pennsylvania is one of the country's top maple producers, and we also have plenty of sugar bushes here in the Pocono Mountains. Coming up the third weekend of March, you have the opportunity to participate in a self-guided tour, an open house where you drive around to eight different sugar bushes here in northeastern Pennsylvania. Many are in the Poconos, and you can see up close and personal how the maple production process works and, of course, take home some sweet souvenirs. We're joined by Trevor with the Wayne Conservation District to tell us a little bit about the program. So the open house is something that's been going on for, geez, I guess well over a decade now. And uh, it's taken a couple different forms over the years, um, especially with COVID. But uh, recently the the way that we're doing it is that we're going to have uh, eight members spread across uh, various counties in uh, Northeast Pennsylvania. And uh, you'll be able to attend each of these sugar houses and see how the operations vary amongst the producers. Yeah, so on the tour, when people come out, if they visit a few or all eight participants, The process and what they're going to see when they come really varies by location. Yes, definitely. So you'll see along the tour, you'll see quite a bit of variation. You'll see people who do uh, more traditional methods using evaporators. And then of course at uh, Ron Shemansky's, you'll see things like reverse osmosis, which is a little bit more high tech. And then of course you'll see different products at each of the different locations. um, Some of which that they make uh, on site and some of the things that they make elsewhere. But generally speaking, there's, there's going to be quite a bit of variety in, uh, in production. Absolutely. And why is that important for someone to come and see, to see the variation, to see what's done here? Well, for one thing, the Northeast uh, Pennsylvania Maple uh, Producers Association is always looking for new members. And believe it or not, even though it's, uh, especially looking at the background here, it can kind of come off as a, as a daunting process, 
but there's a lot of people who can take this up as a hobbyist. And there are a lot of hobbyist groups across, across the state and much of the northeastern part of the United States. So coming here and learning about these things, it not only grounds you in the sense that it shows you where your food is locally sourced and how it's produced, but it also gives you an idea of, hey, I might be able to do this. And on my property, I might have sugar maple or red maple, and I might be able to try this. And you can start small. You can start with buckets and a simple outdoor evaporator and make your own products from it, absolutely. So a lot of people who are listening to this uh, might not realize that maple production was is a big thing here in the Poconos. So what's kind of the, the history, a brief history of maple production here in the region? So when talking about it in, uh, I guess in that broader scheme of things, it's like Pennsylvania is one of the top uh, maple syrup producers in the country. You know, a lot of times people have a tendency to think, you know, as you mentioned with uh, Northern states like Vermont and New Hampshire, or even, uh, or even if you, you know, talking about different countries, Canada is obviously uh, the world's uh, leading maple syrup producer, but Pennsylvania is a very large contributor in that area, especially on the local level. Wayne County, um, you'll see that on, on the tour, a lot, of the, uh, a lot of the different sugar houses are very unique in their own right. So being able to uh, kind of explore um, those operations and see what Pennsylvania has to offer, especially Wayne County specifically is, uh, will kind of help uh, give you a little bit more rounded sense of where your food comes from and uh, what Pennsylvania as a whole has to offer. So would you say education is a big reason why you offer this tour every year, you know, except yeah. COVID years? Yeah, of course, absolutely. Um, and as I was saying, like, again, there's going to be a lot of variation. And even though ultimately you're ending up at the same end product, which is going to be some sort of uh, maple syrup or maple syrup derivative, uh, you'll be able to see the different ways that it's produced. And again, it kind of grounds that idea that just about anyone can do it. You know, when you come to Shemansky's, it might be a little bit more daunting to see the reverse osmosis system. And it's like, oh gosh, you know, it's like, what am I supposed to do with that? But it's like, no, a lot of times it's as simple as drilling a hole in a tree and hanging a bucket and boiling it down to its uh, its raw sugar content. So yeah, it's, it's definitely educational. And that's why I encourage people to go and visit multiple different places because you're going to receive a different experience at every single stop. And different locations will show you different steps in the process, like Shemansky's, you know, he'll show you the sugar house and the gift shop. And then at a place like Journey's End, she might take the person through the entire process, starting with the actual tapping experience. So um, is that another reason why people should come out and experience several stops? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you'll, you'll definitely see different things at different places. So again, at like Journey's End Farm, for example, you'll see two massive evaporators. And it's a, it's a much more rustic and traditional environment compared to Shemansky's, which is a little bit more uh, cutting edge and high tech. Um, and you'll be able to see each of those things at, at uh, each of these places for sure. Anything else you wanna say or mention? Okay, so yeah, in addition to the maple producer stops that you're able to uh, visit along the tour, um, we'll also be doing a pancake breakfast at the Damascus Community Center um, that will be hosted by uh, Linda Dexter. And hopefully uh, we'll have some donations made by the various uh, sugar houses and you'll be able to go there and have a nice breakfast, uh, pancakes, sausage, uh, things along those lines. And you'll be able to uh, sample some of the locally produced maple syrup. 
Awesome. And one last question, if people are watching this and they want to participate in the open house, where can they go for more information? And uh, do they have to register or sign up or just come out on their own? Well, in previous years, we, we did do the bus tour, but thankfully, since this year, it's, it's being labeled as a self-guided tour. Uh, you'll be able to contact uh, the Wayne Conservation District and get information through there, uh, through our phone number, which is 570 uh, two five three zero nine three zero, or of course go to the Wayne Conservation website, which I believe, and the domain has changed, but I believe it's currently WayneConservation.com. Thanks, Trevor. It's a little cold out here, so how about we head inside to uh, one of the stops on the tour, Shemansky's. They have a gift shop, so let's go warm up in there and talk to the owner. Sounds great. So when people come here to Shemansky's during the open house, what will they be able to find? They'll be able to come and tour our facility. Hopefully the weather will be conducive so we'll have sap and we can show them the process hands-on. If not, we'll be here and we can explain it to them, show them the equipment. We have a lot of technology to see and then they'll be able to visit our gift shop and buy our products and our syrup and, and uh, hopefully our maple cotton candy and maple kettle corn. So we are standing in the gift shop right now. It is very impressive. Tell me what people can find when they come here. They can find all sorts of products. They can find our maple syrup in a variety of containers. Buy the maple sugar candy, the maple cream, maple granulated sugar. Um, we have a lot of different products. We sell maple tea, maple coffee, uh, maple mustard, maple barbecue sauce. Um, we have a couple new products, um, a maple sugar scrub and a, a maple hand lotion. So there's a lot to see here at Shemansky. If, if it can be made with maple, we've at least tried it. So people can go to any big box or grocery store and grab a thing of maple syrup off the shelves. But what makes it so special about coming here and buying locally sourced syrup and other products? When you come here to Shemansky's, just like um, anybody else is participating in the open house tour weekend, you can buy the products, but you can go and actually see the facility where they're made. And that's something that you don't get in a big box or grocery store because you're just relying on an address on a label to know where that product came from. We're here, and, and that goes for all 12 months out of the year. If you come here and we take a lot of our customers, if they're interested, over to the Sugar House so they can at least see the equipment and see where it's produced. And the process is different for different maple producers. What is the process like for you? And would you call yourself like a mid-size operation? Probably a mid-size operation. We term ourselves small-scale commercial. What makes us a little different than maybe some of the other stops is, is we've got a lot of technology we employ here um, because we do do maple full-time. It, it, it is our livelihood. Um, we use reverse osmosis in the production process to help us save energy, which we still burn wood and save time. Another thing that's kind of a, a type of crop insurance um, to even out our good and bad years is, is we, we use um, vacuum pumps on our tubing systems to encourage better flow and that kind of levels out the peaks and valleys with, with the weather. So there's a lot of different things that we do here 
that's a, a little bit different, more technology than maybe the more traditional method that people are used to with buckets and, and horses and whatever. And it's, it's all stuff we've done to become more productive because it is a full-time venture. So full-time, year-round, what do you do here year-round? Because isn't maple production just a certain time of the year? It's six to eight weeks from late January to the 1st of April. Um, but since we, unlike a lot of large-scale producers in New England, they produce syrup and they sell it on the bulk market in a 40-gallon drum, 99% of the syrup that's produced here we sell um, either in a retail container, either retail through our gift shop, at a show, a county fair, or in a retail container wholesale to other businesses that resell our product. So there's a tremendous amount of time spent bottling that syrup because when it's produced it's put in a stainless 40 gallon drum and then of course making the other products and then going out to shows and county fairs and selling it and marketing it so it, it is it it is truly a year-round business and where can your maple syrup and products be found all across pennsylvania yep we have wholesale accounts as far away as lancaster philadelphia and then here locally all around the lake region we've got numerous accounts so back on the maple tour uh, i know it, it's been canceled the past few years because of covid it used to be a big extravagant bus tour so uh taking off because of covid and kicking things off in a different way with the self-guided tours how exciting is that for you um it'll be nice to be able to show people our operation again and, and we're excited for the people to come come back and and see our operation the self-guided maple tour it's kind of an open air event because other than when you come into the sugar house and view our equipment, our sugar house is, is somewhat open during the production season. Um, we have a garage door on the front of it. So it's an open air event. I think we can do it very safely. And, and I think the people, we, we've already gotten a lot of calls, people wondering if, it's, if we're going to have our open house. So I think the people are ready to come back out and do things and see us. And so we're excited. And I know you probably have a lot of local customers, but especially the weekend of the open house, hopefully getting a lot of people from out of the area who aren't used to this kind of experience. When they think of maple syrup, they think of the products in their big box stores. So how exciting is it for you to be able to share the experience and share with people what you do and what you love? Well, it's, it's, it's exciting and it's also important because it's important for us to educate our customers just how it's produced. Um, and, and why maple conveys the price that it does because it's very labor intensive. Um, you know, this year different than last. It's much easier this year. We're, we're in full swing tapping right now. It's go, the process is going much faster this year because we have very little snow in the woods. Last year we tapped our trees with just about three foot of snow in the woods. So it's very labor intensive and that's you know that's why and, and the equipment is expensive and that's why maple conveys the price that it does and it's important to, to educate the consumer on that so they understand why you know real maple is priced different from the, the the fake stuff that they might buy in the big box stores. Our intern Anthony was very excited to come here because he couldn't believe that maple syrup was made locally and he can come here and buy it today. So yes. how, how cool is it like having customers like Anthony come in and they see not only the syrup but the lotion and and the, the candies and the foods like what's the reaction from your customers? 
the reaction from our customers is, is, is wonderful. I mean, we've built up a, a great customer base. Um, the gift shop we're in now, we, we just finally got it finished and got moved in here about a month before Christmas, this past Christmas, and, and the reaction has been excellent. And, and I think that word has gotten out in, in our customer. We've, we've had more steady customer traffic through the winter than we ever have, even despite the cold weather and, and the icy conditions. So I, I think it's very exciting when you produce a product and people come and then you see them come back again and again because they like it. Anything else you want to say or mention? I think that's about it. Just, you know, come out 19th and 20th of March, 10 to 4 each day, and we'll be here and we'll be ready to show you our process and, and uh, you can visit our gift shop. Gift shop open year-round? It is open year-round, yes. Yep. So if people listening want to find out more about you, how can they get involved? How can they learn more? Um, the best way, if you want to look us up, is we have a website. It's www.shemanskymaple.com. You can purchase our products there. You can get our contact information from there. And uh, also directions to the gift shop. So, Ron with Shemansky is one of our great maple producers here in Wayne County and the Pocono Mountains. Thanks for inviting us here today and uh, bringing us here in the gift shop. Now it's time to go shopping. Thank you. Several maple producers will host an open house weekend, the third weekend of March in Wayne County. For more information, head to wayneconservation.com to find out where you can learn more firsthand about this spring tradition. In the Pocono Mountains, there's always a new season just around the corner. And no matter what the season, there's always something exciting happening. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. The four season Pocono Mountains. Visit us at poconomountains.com. We're back. Thanks for listening. And now for another spring thing, fishing. For the upcoming Pocono Mountains Magazine episode, we visited the century-plus-old state fish hatchery north of Honesdale in Pleasant Mount. The PA Fish and Boat Commission has been working around the clock to raise trout at numerous hatcheries around the state, which are now being stocked in rivers, streams, and lakes all around even the Pocono Mountains. Brianna visited a trout stocking just a couple years ago. Here's that story for you. Down by the Tobihanna Creek where it's cold and warm at the same time. We're seeing the conclusion of an educational project. A trout release. It was cool to see how they are gonna go and live the rest of their life. In October, the fifth grade science class at Toby Hanna Elementary Center received 250 rainbow trout eggs. Trout in a Classroom is in cooperation with Trout Unlimited and the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission. Kids get to feed them, monitor the water, to teach the students about our local watersheds and healthy water habitat. The fish will continue growing in their new home and by next year they'll be big enough for anglers to catch. I really like fishing because the first time I went fishing I think I caught um, five sunfish and a few salmon. So are you hoping that maybe next year you can come out here and catch one of the fish you just put in today? Yeah. From the classroom to the creek, one school project to be enjoyed by many. For Pocono Television Network, I'm Brianna Strong.
sugar mapling, and trout fishing, two of the strong traditions that make the Poconos so special to visitors and residents alike, even here as we emerge from winter into spring. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to subscribe to Pocono Mountains Podcast anywhere podcasts are available. Come visit us in the Pocono Mountains. Plan your trip today.